Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Bieber Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Ascension Providence, Baylor University Hand Camera School of Business, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmontz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Tristan Ebner's in, breaks out, wide left, empty backfield, Shapen takes the snap, first and ten. Going deep, left sideline for Ebner, he's got it! The defender fell down, Ebner makes the catch. Blake Shapen to Tristan Ebner, and the Bears score from 61 yards away. Ah, there it was. That uh, wheel route that um, Baylor likes to run. And um, Ebner down the sideline, Shapen with the throw, drops it in there beautifully. And the Bears were off and running. It looked like it might be a uh, runaway type effort. But um, the Bears got 17-3 lead. Everything looked good. But uh, Red Raiders hung in there and hung tough. And late had a chance to tie it up with a field goal. But couldn't get it done. Wide left. Bears win. Bears going to the Big 12 title game. And... uh, what a wonderful, I mean, as if we didn't have enough to talk about with Cowboys. And by the way, Mike McCarthy is out for this game. COVID protocols. Mike McCarthy will not be on the field Thursday. I know what some of you are thinking. Does that give the Cowboys a better chance? Come on. Let's be nice about this. The good news is Mike just has a scratchy throat. Okay? So Mike uh, feeling okay and is vaccinated, and so uh, I don't think he's going to have uh, – but, boy, ba- the, uh, the, the Cowboys have major concerns. COVID protocols, tons of staff members out. Dan Quinn will be the interim head coach. But to the task at hand, the Baylor Bears are in the Big 12 title by virtue of a win over Texas Tech. And then as I was making my way back from overseas – I know, I know, strange time for me to be taking a trip. My buddies, everybody in the business has given me a hard time about this. I I just, there was no way around it. We had a beautiful trip to Paris. It was wonderful. Enjoyed being with my family. Uh, But I'm back. I'm focused now. And, uh, And I was focused then. I was still doing some radio and doing some podcasting from Paris. But. The Oklahoma State Cowboys get it done, and by by virtue of that, and the Bears win, Bears are in the Big 12 title game, and we will be on site. Tom Barfield and I will be there. Hopefully, Lark will be with us as well. We'll be broadcasting Saturday morning live from AT&T Stadium, and uh, then the Cowboys, of course, will have played already on Thursday night against the uh, Saints out of town. But Baylor and Oklahoma State take two. Bears did not put their best foot forward in Stillwater. We wondered if they would get another chance, especially after they lost to TCU. And they do. And Dave Aranda right now is looking like a possible National Coach of the Year candidate. Well, it's not, it's not just possible. He is. 
and I think he should be the guy. Now, sometimes they give it to whoever. I mean, obviously, Luke Fickle, because of what he's done with the Cincinnati, will be a uh, a likely pick. But, boy, Dave Aranda with this turnaround, phenomenal. From 2-7 to seven to 10-2, and two, and the Baylor Bears are playing in the Big 12 title game. Excitement all the way around. And if that's not enough excitement, the Sooners – well, late late Saturday night, the uh, uh, Lincoln Riley heads everybody off at the pass and says he's not going to be the ne- next head coach at LSU. All that steam had been going. Some people had even reported it. He shot it down. And so we go to bed Saturday night just excited that the Bears are going to the Big 12 title game. The Pokes did us a solid, and Oklahoma State and Baylor are going to play and it looks like Lincoln's going to be staying with Oklahoma. But by Sunday afternoon, as I'm sleeping off that jet lag, I'm awakened to the news that Lincoln Riley is taking the head coaching job at USC. It's a stunner. It's a flat-out stunner. Had everything he needed right there at OU. Um, and obviously, you got to think that uh, the – the move to the SEC played a big role in this. I see people talking about the chance to, oh, my goodness, the easier playoff path. That's true. The recruiting in Los Angeles area in West on the West Coast. Give me a break. Give me a break. He'll do fine. You know, it's a great hire for USC. I know they're all excited. But don't act like he couldn't recruit in Norman. They were recruiting. He had helped expand their recruiting. They were recruiting nationally. And then the news breaks today that uh, OU will also be taking the Grinch and several others, a wide receivers coach, I believe that's Dennis Simmons, and several others will be uh, headed to Los Angeles with Lincoln Riley. I'm sorry, Sooners, it's not fun. I mean, it's it's not fun to be on this end. You know, as Baylor people, we get it, man. It's tough to lose a coach. Now, I will say this, though. Don't embarrass yourself. Don't get out there and embarrass yourself. This is what the OU president, Joe uh, Haraz, or Harris, he admits today at this press conference they just had, quote, we would have liked more notice. Can you imagine? Aaron Sexton. I mean, think about this. The president of OU sitting up there saying, we would have liked more notice. I mean, does the guy have no self-awareness? Are we just, I mean, are we just, are we just not even thinking? I mean, this is the school, along with Texas, that put a secret deal together to leave the conference and left the other eight members of the conference in a complete lurch. Everybody scrambling to see what they were going to do. Would they even have a conference? Where could they go? Could they preserve it? Well, they have. But still, to sit up there and suggest OU President Joe Harris, we would have liked more notice from Lincoln Riley. One of the all-time lack of self-awareness quotes I have ever seen. I mean, it is very, very funny 
to put something like that, to which uh, I, I responded that this was a collective eye roll from the rest of the conference going around right now. What, a, what an embarrassment. And, um, and, uh, and, and what I said basically was collective eye roll coming from the remaining Big 12 schools. What a joke. Aaron, you've watched all this. You've monitored all this. Can't, can, uh, aren't you, isn't that, isn't that remarkable to see the president of OU make a statement such as that? That's, uh, <laughs> that's actually pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Golly. All right. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, that, that is, that is what, uh, the president of OU is saying today. Now, on the OU search, and we got a lot planned for you today on this. In fact, uh, one of the OU legends from the 80s, the great Tony Casillas, went on to be a star and played in the Super Bowl for uh, Super Bowls for the Dallas Cowboys. The great Tony Casillas will, uh, will be joining us at 440 today. All right, to talk a little bit about this, Lincoln Riley leaving, and then who will replace him? Well, immediately, uh, Bob Stoops is, is taking over as the interim coach. I mean, he wouldn't be a bad hire if he wants to. I mean, he's in his late 50s, early 60s. I think he's still got some juice left, but I don't know if he wants to do it. You know, once you're out, it's kind of hard to get the juices going and go again. So the steam seems to be Brent Venables. Now, when I reached out to some other folks, um, like our own Glenn Stretch Smith, who comes on with us quite a bit, he boy, he he did not seem to think that was the name. I mean, he just he just could not believe that they would hire Brent Venables. But the reason it makes sense is he used to be the co-defensive coordinator. He was uh, had a good run there. And then Venables went to Clemson, and he's had a great run with Dabo. Now, why has Venables not been a head coach elsewhere? Well, there has been interest in him over the years. Venables um, came from, I believe he played for Coach Snyder at Kansas State. I'd have to double-check. But Venables certainly has the pedigree. Venables is about 50 years old. And he's and had a tremendous career as an assistant and has been at OU, knows the culture. I mean, it's the most, in some ways, it's the easiest hire. You know, the problem is it won't excite the people who, you know, love what they've done with their offensive staff. In bringing in Lincoln Riley, first as offensive coordinator and then the head coach, what they've done is change their culture to be a tremendous offensive team. And not that they haven't played good offense in the past, but, but what they've done under Lincoln Riley has become great at the run game. Although weren't really the other night. They got away from the run game, even though Kennedy Brooks was actually doing a good job. But um, I, I, I got to say, it is, uh, it is a great shock across the land when one of the Blue Bloods in college football loses a head coach and not even to the NFL, to another Blue Blood program. Now, USC's a great program. They are. They've been on hard times recently. Are they as prestigious and as great a program as Oklahoma? 
Well, you can debate that. I, I probably think not. But they're not as good a program as OU has been in recent years. It's not even close. I mean, USC has not done anything since the Pete Carroll days. They just were not able to replace him. They tried it with with um, Lane Kiffin. They tried it with Sark. They tried it with with um, the guy they just fired, uh, Helton, Clay Helton. None of it worked. So I, you know, I don't know if if Lane or if uh, if if Lincoln's going to go in there and go great guns, but I do know this. The last time. Aaron, do you know, Have you You may have seen this out there in some of the different tweets that are going around. Do you know the last time a, a college football, we should save this thing for the uh, Schmaltz's trivia contest. We may reissue it. Do you know, Aaron, who, when the last time a head coach left uh, Oklahoma for another college football to become a head coach at another uh, at another another uh, college 19 at another university 1956 1946 oh okay i saw it on twitter but i just <laughs> i couldn't remember okay. the exact year but that's the only reason no. i know it yeah 1946 that they replaced that coach with bud wilkinson and the rest is history Bud Wilkinson went on the great one of the greatest uh, coaching runs in the history of college football. I mean, it really uh, rivals what uh, what Eddie Robinson and, and and even Bear Bryant did. But uh, it was uh, it was tremendous. <clears throat> and since that time, OU has been one of the great blue blood programs in the country. It fell a little bit on hard times after Switzer was run out of there. In 1989, right around there, uh, Gary Gibbs took over. Not great. John Blake took or Howard Snellenberger took over. Not great. John Blake took over. Not great. And then in 1998, Bob Stoop stepped in and got the thing rolling again. And they won a national title in 2000. And then, you know, obviously uh, uh, after – for the most part, kind of ran the conference. Texas under Mac was good until 2009 or 10, and then really since 2010, OU has run the conference. That changed a little bit in around 2012 and 2013 with what Art Browles was doing at Baylor, and then uh, obviously what uh, Matt Rule and now Dave Aranda are doing at Baylor so um, Baylor, when you look at it, um, really Oklahoma, Baylor, Oklahoma State, since A&M left, and it's not like A&M was doing anything great in the conference, but since A&M left in about 2009 or 2010, it, it really has been Baylor, Oklahoma, and then maybe you could say Oklahoma State, okay? And, um, and that's where it is. And now OU is leaving to go into the SEC. And the funniest thing to me is honestly that, that you know, when they got all excited about trying to go to the SEC and getting in bed with the Longhorns, they didn't think about that they might lose their head coach in the process. Would Lincoln Riley still be the head coach if OU were going to, was going to continue to be in the Big 12? 
I think the answer to that is yes. I don't know if he or anybody else will ever answer that truthfully, but I think, in my opinion, is that yes, that is the truth. All right, this is what we do. We throw out opinions. We'll hear from you later in the program today. We'll we'll, uh, set aside some time in the 5 o'clock hour, maybe around 5.30. like to hear a few phone calls on all this. But next, we'll go to another coaching change. This evening at Amon Carter Stadium, TCU is is introducing its new coach. We'll talk to the man who's covered all that and broken a lot of the news. It is Drew Davison from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram next. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Get ready for a pretty warm week here in Central Texas as temperatures are going to be about 10 degrees above normal, at least for the next several days. Mostly clear skies tonight. We drop to 42. Mostly sunny, very warm tomorrow. High of 75 and partly cloudy skies just as mild on Wednesday in 74. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back home in the Farrell Center on Tuesday hosting Moorhead State. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Tuesday for Baylor women's basketball. This season, join Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece, a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. When it comes to automotive collision repair, there is a difference in a business certified by the major auto manufacturers and one that's not. Beebrick Collision Care Center is a certified repair shop by Chrysler, Ford, General Motors, Hyundai, Kia, Nissan, and Subaru. Their list of services include collision repair and refinishing, structural repair and frame straightening, paintless dent repair, and full automotive detailing. Family owned since 1962, Beebrick Collision Care Center, 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. When it comes to me and my... 
I know the way it should be. I need a partner I can count on. That's Genco and me. Refinance your vehicle today at Genco with rates as low as 1.69% for 48 months and have 90 days of no payments. Refinancing can lower your payment, so you pay less for your car. Apply online and get an additional 0.1% off our already low rate. Thank you, Genco. And don't forget, your vote counts. Vote today for your local school to win $1,500 with Genco School Spirit Competition. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. NCUA, equal housing lender. They're people I trust. They treat me like family. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Dallas Cowboys COVID-19 outbreak has reached their head coach, Mike McCarthy. He was placed on the COVID-19 protocols today and will not coach Thursday against New Orleans. Four of the coaches will miss the game because of COVID, and as of now, Terrence Steele is the only player to miss the game. Tonight on Monday Night Football, Seattle at Washington, 7:15 kick on ESPN. Baylor is at number nine in both the AP and coaches poll. Oklahoma State is at five. OU drops to 13. Baylor will meet Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship game this Saturday at AT&T Stadium with an 11 a.m. kickoff. UMHB heads to round three in the NCAA Division III playoffs to face Linfield this Saturday at noon at Crusader Stadium. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas rolling along here on a uh, on a wild Monday, and um, I we we welcome on Drew Davison right now, a uh, longtime pal of mine, uh, four star Telegram, and uh, Drew, your long national nightmare uh, is is about to come to an end. This uh, this has been hanging out there for a while since Gary was shockingly stepped down or was forced out, however you want to phrase that. And tonight, you will be um, uh, attending the the big announcement at Amon Carter Stadium for Sonny Dykes. I mean, we've known it, it's coming, but it still, as I say it, uh, Drew, it still almost seems shocking that we're here. I bet you're happy we're about here. I'm not hearing Drew. Drew, do you have me? Oh, yes. Sorry, Matt. Uh, oh, that's okay. I, I was just saying, yes, as you know, being in the business, coaching searches can drag on and, and be uh, <clears throat> quite a bit of work, so to speak, and, and refreshing Twitter every uh, 30 seconds isn't too fun. But, no, I, I mean, Sonny Dykes has kind of been the favorite since Gary Patterson was let go. I think TCU – probably felt a little pressure to, to make that decision in during the season, uh, especially after Texas Tech fired Matt Wells. So 
but yeah, it is what it is. There, you know, TC is kind of trying to have this grand entrance tonight where Sonny, I think, will probably just wave to the crowd, maybe give them a go frogs or whatnot. And then tomorrow will be kind of the formal sit down press conference where he answers questions uh, about taking over the program. All right, and Drew, as only sports, uh, and, and you've, you've done some Rangers coverage in your day, uh, right as we're coming on today, uh, the Rangers, uh, I, I still, you know, you have to, this kind of season, especially with all these coaching changes, you always have to make sure and make sure nothing's fake. But the Rangers have now spent a half a billion dollars, Drew, and they have landed shortstop Corey Seager on a 10-year, $325 million deal. <laughs> sources have told ESPN so oh my goodness the hits just keep on coming this is a crazy news cycle now uh Drew you've been right in the middle of all this do you uh it was awkward the ending at SMU I mean first of all they're kind of on a slide at the end and this is out there like crazy and I I think it was just kind of regrettable the, the, the way the whole thing ended. Take us back a little bit. When do you think TCU kind of, I mean, did they zero in on Sonny, I mean, almost immediately after Gary stepped aside? What was the, uh, what would you say the timetable has been? Yeah, Matt, I, I think it, you know, it, it was one of those things, once they saw Texas Tech by Matt Wells, they kind of knew, hey, we have to, you know, make sure Sonny Dykes knows we're going to be an option and, and whatnot. And so crazy to think Gary Patterson's not coaching TCU, right? I mean, it's kind of like Joe T's not serving Mexican food. You know, he's a Fort Worth institution. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I would say, you know, early on they kind of knew Sonny Dykes and, and them had strong mutual interests. And then I feel like the coaching search or the national search just went on to try and validate that. And, and you know, maybe – hey, can we get someone better or who else may be an option out there? But I think they always kind of knew Sonny uh, was going to be the guy or, or at least, you know, a coach they felt they could always get. And then, you know, hey, can we go get a Matt Campbell? Can we, you know, w- would Kellen Moore be interested just because, you know, TCU's obviously shown the willingness to pay big-time money uh, in terms of salaries and being competitive right at the top of college football. So, you know, they kind of went through all of those options, uh, but ultimately they just uh, – it felt like Sonny Dykes was always the guy when Gary stepped down, um, and obviously that came to fruition. But I do think, you know, that they generally, you know, considered various candidates, but, uh, but it certainly felt like Sonny was, was the guy they kind of knew they could block in um, when they made the move. Do you sense um, that the fan base, talking to Drew Davison, by the way, Star-Telegram has been covering this and done a great job on a moving target. These stories are crazy. And, Drew, what happens is the earlier coaches either get fired, pushed out, whatever, the you know it just makes it crazier. And some teams move quick, quicker than others. And I think OU found that, uh, boy, if you don't, you know, I think they got, they thought they had Lincoln forever, and then suddenly he's gone. What I'm kind of curious about, you're you're tapped into that to to a lot of the big wigs at TCU. Like, uh, is this? Uh, I mean, uh, again, I'm like you. I'm shocked that Gary's not the coach anymore, but he's not. And and maybe it was time to move on. And and I think a lot of TCU fans are kind of excited about what's next. Do you think most of the fan base is? 
is pretty excited about this hire. I mean, it is weird to go hire your so-called arch rival uh, in SMU. I mean, the, the, the schools have been rivals forever. Um, I mean, it's a, the whole thing's been a little awkward. Yeah, no, it's definitely awkward. And, and you know, I, I think initially fans uh, probably weren't overly thrilled, right? He isn't the splashiest hire like a Deion Sanders would have been or, or whatnot. Uh, but, and I think people felt it was the safe hire, but I think, you know, kind of since they've announced it and in, in, in recent days, of course, the fan bases are going to get eventually on board with the new guy because, you know, obviously they hope he's successful and wins games. And I think, you know, the reaction just from the SMU fan base and how, you know, some of them have handled, you know, losing their coach to TCU, I think excited uh, more TCU fans. And then on top of that, just some of these guys they're bringing in on staff and, and Sonny's hiring, you know, a guy like Rashad Samples coming with him, uh, Brian Carrington coming from USC, uh, or is expected to, um, who's kind of known as recruiting ace. Uh, so I, I think the fans are starting to get more and more excited once they see the staff coming together and just kind of what the future looks like for TCU football under Sonny Dykes. And, and I will say, you know, I, I feel like uh, Sonny Dykes may be more well-respected just in coaching circles and the AD circle, so to speak, as opposed to maybe, you know, some fans might want to give him credit for uh, but, you, you know, he is the guy who developed a number one overall draft pick in, in Jared Goff at Cal. Uh, he beat Texas twice at Cal um, and, and obviously turned SMU uh, around. So, you know, it, it's kind of like a baseball player, right? You can, you can kind of dissect their stats however you want. Uh, but overall, I think, you know, it's a pretty solid hire, especially for what TCU is looking for. All right. <clears throat> Compared to what Gary was making, where does Sonny come in roughly? I know because, you know, being around Baylor so long, these things are uh, – these private schools don't make everything public. From But just can you kind of give us a ballpark of where you think this thing's going to end up? Yeah, Matt, I, I've heard, and, and this is not official because TCU is a private school, so we'll have to wait a year or whatever for their tax return to become public knowledge. But – I, I, I have been told it's a six-year deal, and it is somewhere between SMU's $4 million offer and what Gary was making at $6 million. But I think it's probably right around $5 million, maybe not quite $5 million a year. But I heard uh, the total value would be probably pushing uh, about that $30 million mark. So six years, around 30 uh, But, again, that's kind of unofficial official. <laughs> Why, why do you think Sonny, you know, Tech obviously went with McGuire and people thought because of his dad had him coach at Tech. Do you just think, I, I guess, being around the Metroplex, I'm sort of curious, do you think he'll try to, <clears throat> he obviously, you know, can't call them Dallas's team, but I, I, I would imagine he'll try to keep that same sort of, you know, Fort Worth's not known for producing I mean, all apologies to your Fort Worth friends, but as many great players as like the immediate Dallas area going into to Duncanville and DeSoto and Cedar Hill and all of that, how, how do you think Sonny will kind of handle all that? Try to go down the road, but obviously he can't bring all that Dallas stuff with him. Yeah, no, but, but I do think, you know, th there's a lot of similarities in terms of just trying to, 
kind of brand themselves. And, and like I said, with, with the staff he's kind of building around with the Rashad Sample, son of a legendary high school coach here in the Metroplex, and, and you know, the Carrington guy has a lot of deep Houston ties. I just feel like uh, – or they feel like, you know, they're really going to focus on Texas. And where, whereas Gary – and he did credit. I mean, a guy like Lucas Niang, he found in, in Connecticut, and, and he developed into an NFL talent. Um, so he did have some success with out-of-state recruits. But you know, I think the last year or two, over half of TCU's recruits have come from out of the state. So I think TCU uh, wants to really kind of reestablish it, its recruiting roots in the state and things like that. And, and Sonny's shown an ability to do that at SMU, and I think – you know, some of these guys he's bringing on um, kind of double down on, on that mindset. So uh, so I do feel like they're going to be going after a lot of uh, DFW kids. Um, and, you know, furthermore, I, I do, you know, TCU has tried to kind of become Fort Worth's team. Uh, and, and obviously to a varying degree, they've had success, but they really kind of want, especially with all these people moving into the Metroplex, they feel like, Hey, let's just try and convert, you know, some, some of these people to come out to games to to get behind the local team, so to speak. All right, Drew Davison, we appreciate it. One last thing: what about our friend Gary Patterson? Is he going to live the life of a uh, full-time uh, singer-songwriter, or do you see him coaching somewhere next season? Do you hear any? Are you hearing any buzz, or is all quiet on the Patterson front? Well, I, I have not heard much. You know, I, I would think he he will become, or you know, you you would think with 181 career wins, he'll be attractive to someone. But maybe that he'll take a season off and then kind of come back or, or whatnot. So we'll see. But I, yeah, I, I've not heard him linked to any of these or, or any of the jobs you would think he would want, so to speak. I, I think you know he, he's still. Uh, you know, kind of not quite on that radar, so to speak. But, uh, you know, just because it's kind of uh, just at that point of the process. But I do feel like, you know, he's going to have some opportunities. Now, whether it's this year or next year, um, I'm sure some some pretty good programs uh, would love to have a guy who's won 181 games running them. So you're saying he's going to take a step back. <laughs> Don't put words in my mouth, Matt. All right, <laughs> all right. Come on, had to get a little joke in there. Uh, it's, yeah. a, it's a good song. It's a good song as well as uh, yeah. "Game On." I hope they play "Game On" tonight as Sonny takes the field there at Eamon Carter. Uh, Drew, thank you and great, great job on all this. Okay, I've been uh, monitoring all your activities and I have uh, told the Star Telegram that uh, a bump is in order. Okay, well, I, I, I hope they're listening to this and follow through. <laughs> yes, yes, they always do. There he goes, Drew Davison, beat writer, uh, covers the TCU Horn Frogs for the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. All right, what are we doing next? Well, we're going to go to uh, a man who is a former Sooner legend, Tony Casillas. Always has some great opinions. Also used to play for the Cowboys. Might ask him about uh, Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys. All of that's next. Baylor men's basketball all season long. The Bears back in action Saturday in the Farrell Center hosting Arkansas Pine Bluff. 
3.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 4 p.m. tip-off Saturday for Baylor basketball on 104.9 FM. The home of the defending Big 12 and national champion Baylor Bears. This is Richard Carr. We have shared many challenges together over the past year, but 2021 brought a new business challenge. Computer chip shortages have created long delays for new vehicles. We're told production is improving and cars are coming. At Richard Carr Motors, we have a list of vehicles already in production called our inbound vehicle list. These are vehicles that will be delivered first. Get your name on our inbound vehicle list and be first in line for your new GM car or truck. Thank you, Central Texas, for your continued support. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Tis the season and it's tamale season at La Fiesta and Way Cool Tacos in Waco. Choose from delicious pork or chicken tamales. Great for Christmas parties or Christmas dinner. Available in 6 or 12 count. Available at both Way Cool Tacos and La Fiesta. Need a stocking stuffer? Purchase a $25 gift card and receive $5 off your future food purchase. Available at Way Cool Village Pizzeria in Union Hall and La Fiesta on Franklin Avenue in Waco. Ho, 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 and Merry Christmas from the La Fiesta family. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Dallas Cowboys COVID-19 outbreak has reached their head coach, Mike McCarthy. He was placed on the COVID-19 protocols today and will not coach Thursday against New Orleans. Four of the coaches will miss the game because of COVID, and as of now, Terrence Steele is the only player to miss the game. Tonight on Monday Night Football, Seattle at Washington, 7:15 kick on ESPN. Baylor is at number nine in both the AP and coaches poll. Oklahoma State is at five. OU drops to 13. Baylor will meet Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship game this Saturday at AT&T Stadium with an 11 a.m. kickoff. UMHB heads to round three in the NCAA Division III playoffs to face Linfield this Saturday at noon at Crusader Stadium. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Thank you, Common Grounds. Thank you for being the best coffee house in all of Central Texas. Two locations right there. And, boy, I needed some coffee today because yesterday was up late. Flew internationally, home on Saturday. And I'm excited. This guy likes a good cup of coffee. Uh, and he had way more than a cup of coffee with the Dallas Cowboys and was a legend at OU 
His name is Tony Casillas, and he joins us now. Uh, Tony, it's been far too long, and I shouldn't have to wait till uh, till some kind of monstrous news on the Sooners <laughs> to call you, but I did think of you immediately. I wanted you to know that. Well, I'll tell you what, it's great to be with you, Matt. Always great to be with you, and uh, I'm glad you're doing well. Uh, yeah, you would think that it would just be just kind of getting out through the Thanksgiving holiday season, and then bam, all hell breaks loose, and you throw in everything that's happened with the Cowboys, Mike McCarthy going into COVID mm-hmm. protocol. Uh, what a way to start your Monday. <laughs> well, yeah, and Tony, uh, you've been in the media a long time, so you know how to handle these stories, but you're also a, a huge uh, OU fan and supporter and, uh, and, a, and, a, and a former player there. I mean, that's got to be – it's got to sting when basically Stoops handed this guy the keys to the kingdom and, uh, and a great quarterback at that and uh, really had everything set up. And um, I, I, I'm just – it is amazing. Uh, USC's a blue blood. It's not like USC's a bad program. It's just what OU's been doing recently. Uh, this guy had it all, and he had great players coming in. Um, I, 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 the only thing we, I can think of is that he didn't want any part of that SEC – is that what has come to your mind in trying to get your arms around what has happened in uh, Norman, Oklahoma? Well, let me just start with, uh, you know, as a former player, I mean, I've been there and done that. You know, coaches, or they'll, sit, they'll tell you everything you want to hear, and I, I just think it's in a 24-hour period, he went from uh, by 48 hours, maybe less than that, going from I'm not going to leave to – go to LSU when I guess they should ask him if he was going to go to USC, which would have been the better question. And then, and then you see him jet setting to USC and, and, you know, posting videos of the USA football program. And, and I didn't realize this and I sent you a photo of it. He blocked me when he was a coach at OU. And I never, first time I never followed him on Twitter. And I'm thinking, why would he block me? And I thought, well, maybe it's just because I was a defensive player really don't know anything and shouldn't be <laughs> criticized. But, yeah, look, I think that it was just, you know, the, the, the OU fan, the nation got, you know, double, you got double punched in the, in the gut. And they lose the Bedlam game, which is a very emotional game. It was a do, or we had to win that game to play Oklahoma State. And congrats to Baylor for being able to punch their ticket in that, that in the Big 12 championship. And then, to find out that um, that he's going to USC, it just didn't bode very well. And you know, I could sit here and just and beat him up all day long. But it all, I think you're right about that, Matt. I think that when you look at both programs demographically, yes, LA's not like Norman, vice versa. But you know, a lot of players leave the West Coast to go play to other programs throughout the country. That theory. But I think when it ultimately came down, that's what I hear, is that he did not like the the fact that Oklahoma was going to play in the SEC. And no doubt about it, it's much easier to play in a Big 12 uh, and really you know, have a chance to play in the college, college football playoffs, which he did. Um, and then I guess USC just came in and just, just rolled him over and gave him a, made him an offer he couldn't refuse. And I think that if you look at it that way, it makes a lot of sense, but I mean, this was a bombshell. No one, I don't think anyone knew that. I, I did talk to someone that said it, 
that this has been something in the works for about a week. And then right at the very end, they came in and just, again, just gave, made an offer he couldn't refuse. And he's gone to, to L.A. So, yes, I think there's a lot of things that go into it. Um, is it an easier route? Probably for him, uh, considering that program. But, yeah, I think we, I think you're, you're right about that. I think the SEC and, and being able to win and right away, uh, going to the West Coast and, and try to restore a program that's been down for a decade, I think will fit, fit better in his uh, agenda. Talking to Tony Casillas, uh, OU legend, and uh, does a great job, has has done a great job for years in the, the media as well, and then went on to play for By the, the way, Cowboys. By the way, I have my own podcast, Tony Casillas Show. Can you, uh, you know, subscribe to it on YouTube? But anyway, I got that out of the way. Sorry, sorry Matt. <laughs> no, no. I Anything you need to promote, you feel free. The Tony Casillas Show, you know I'm into the podcast business, so – uh, we need to cross-promote sometime, and Werder and I will have you on the Doomsday Podcast. Uh, but, Tony, the, uh, the, the, the it turns now to who's going to come to OU. Now, you know, the president uh, just was quoted saying, wish we had more notice, to which all of us that were left in the Big 12, you can imagine the eye rolls <laughs> that went on to that comment from Joe Harris. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was like yeah. amazed at that comment, but who knows? Who who do you uh, Tony? Do you do you have anybody? Brent Venables' name as a guy who used to be the co-defensive coordinator has come up. I think people have gotten used to the high-flying offense, great quarterbacks. It's going to be a little bit of a abrupt change to go with the defense. I think the OC would be a huge hire. There'd be a lot of there'd be a lot riding on who he would hire to take that job as the OC, where, where are you, what are you hearing and, and what would you kind of like to see happen here? Well, I think that, I think if you're going to uh, be a really a big player in the SEC, you got to play defense. I think every week it's, you don't get much, there's no breaks and, and it depends on what the division you play in. Uh, there's no, there's no week. There's no mulligans. I mean, there, I mean, there's no there's no easy teams week in and week out. And I think the parity of really good, sound teams consistency consistency is more profound in the SEC. So automatically, conventional wisdom to say, let's go get a defensive guy. And you know, Brent Venables has been doing that at Clemson for so many years. There's some familiarity with him. Because uh, he was a defensive coordinator, co-defensive coordinator at Oklahoma back in the day when Bob Stoops uh, won the national championship. So he he's got he he has plays a he has a different brand of football defensively, and I think he has a reputation as being a defensive player, uh, somewhat like Lincoln Riley has an, a reputation as being an offensive, you know, this offensive genius. So. You know, what does that do for Oklahoma? I think it does a lot for them because they're going to find an offensive coordinator, Matt. You know that. They're going to, they're going to have the athletes. They're going to have the guys can be able to run this, the same offense and be able to put points on the board and get quarterbacks. But what's been the narrative for Oklahoma? It's been, it's been the, they haven't been able to play defense. And so I think Brent Venables – that resume fits my, maybe what they're looking to looking for and the familiarity with with who he, with with him uh, with o, at, at OU. It's it's kind of an easy hire, 
But I think they should just take their time. I mean, I know it's easier said than done because you're going to move on recruiting, just kind of move on from what, what just all this, this, this drama that's happened with Lincoln Riley. Uh, I think that maybe that's their first choice. Um, mm-hmm. After that, I think it's just it's coaches you need to interview. I, they, they mentioned Josh Heupel. Josh Heupel just took the coach the job at Tennessee, and, you know, they sure – Tennessee doesn't want to see the, the, the Lane Kiffin, that situation happen. But I think it's really – I think it's someone like Venables. But there's a long list of guys I'm sure that have called and said, I'm interested in the job. And, and that's the thing about Sooner Nation is to, to really just understand that Oklahoma's a great job. Just because Lincoln Riley left you – feel like you left high and dry to go to USC, whatever the situation is, Oklahoma is a great job. It's going to be to get a little bit more difficult because it's in the SEC, but it's still one of your top ten jobs in the college football, without a doubt. So they'll find a quality guy, and I think everything happens for a reason. And I think if it is Venables, it's a defensive guy, but I think that they'll find and they'll search and they'll find. And I think the best thing now is that they got Bob Stoops as a consultant. I mean, this guy really cares about the program. And I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't have a problem if Bob would come back. I don't think that's realistic, but it sounds great. But I guarantee it they'll be able to fill that that vac- that that vacant uh, coaching uh, head coaching job real soon. All right. And uh, by the way, uh, Notre uh, Notre Dame's coach Brian Kelly. Word is now that LSU is zeroing in on him. That doesn't mean he's going to leave, but uh, that is the latest. This has been one of the wildest. Uh, coaching carousels we have seen in years. And part of the reason is, Tony, these these firings have happened so early in the cycle. So it feels like we've been talking about it for a couple of months now. Uh, and it is crazy. Now, I do always want to get your take on the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, Mike McCarthy, COVID protocols. I mean, you know, we, we've kind of gotten used to some of these players being involved in that. But there's been an outbreak <laughs> with some of the staff members. The O-line coach, now Mike McCarthy's out. Um, I mean, this team is reeling a little bit, have lost two out of their last three, or is it three out of the last four? Anyway, to drop to seven and right. four. And um, uh, that's a weird thing to have to do, to to function. I mean, they can do it, and Dan Quinn is experienced. He's going to step in as the interim. You, you, you played for the Cowboys. How difficult, especially on a weird turnaround, you play on a Thursday night, how difficult is that to to have uh, the defense coordinator st- step in there, and how how strange do you think this will be for the players? Well, it makes it easier certainly with Dan Quinn's experience, but it does it does put a wrinkle in your in your in your routine and the things that you're doing, and you know, having to go to virtual coaching and everything that goes along with that. It's a short week, and as you mentioned. Uh, just a really uh, a bad loss to you know the, the Raiders and and just kind of reeling you know they two they you know they lost to you know obviously the Chiefs and now they're they're facing you know, this COVID protocol and so I just think that oh, we they just need to kind of stand the ground and we've seen this team when things start going bad that all of a sudden they kind of go down that rabbit hole and and we don't want to see that and I think that. You know, Dan Quinn, to me, if something like this is going to happen, to me, he would be the right guy because, as you mentioned, he's got he's got experience and 
I think he's a strong-minded guy. Defensively, he's turned this team around. Uh, so I think it's just going to be about a matter. It's just going to be about how these players respond to how they play on Thursday night against the Saints. Um, but they can't go down that road, Matt. We've seen this team, and, man, I hate to, like, hit the panic button, but, I mean, they really need to turn it around really quick and, and beat the Saints. And it just seems like everything just kind of pops up. It gets in their way, but these, you know, these bumps in the road, they just got to get over them to get beyond them and really just kind of turn this around. And, you know, COVID football is here. And I guess if you have someone like Aaron Rodgers that can go out there and not practice all week long and just go out there and just, and just play like he's been practicing, never missed a beat, then you don't have an issue. But, you know, right now the, you know, the, the Cowboys need something that's really going to get them back on track and not – all of a sudden, you know, face this, uh, this negativity that we've known this team uh, has faced in the past and get by that. But uh, it'll be a good test. But I, I think Dan Quinn will, will definitely be the, the best guy to, to put him in a situation to give him an opportunity to get past that and move on and hopefully beat the Saints. Yeah, the good news is, uh, Tony, if they win like 40 to nothing with Dan Quinn as head coach, no, everybody will be sensitive, right, to Mike McCarthy. <laughs> They'll, they'll all be sensitive about his COVID diagnosis. <laughs> I oh, mean, yeah. oh, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, like, just go ahead and stay home for a couple more weeks. And we don't want to expose anyone else. <laughs> we got this, Mike. Mike, you just get well. You just try to feel better. Now, Tony, did you ever – are you – do you have the Dan Quinn – you're a guy who stays in remarkable shape and – uh and, and loves to throw some weight around. Do you uh, do you ever do the Dan Quinn turn the cap around backwards, or do you not do that? Uh, Dan Quinn's been known to flip that cap around backwards. I even think your old buddy Troy Aikman, uh, when seen on the Katy Trail, will turn the cap around backwards. <laughs> do you ever do that? No, I think the only, I think Troy, what he does on the Katy Trail is he takes his shirt off, and I'll never do that because that dude is, like, chiseled and works – so hard on the, you know, staying in shape and everything. But uh, my, my head's too big for the, you know, to be able to turn the, turn the, you know, the, you know, the, the put the cap on backwards. I just don't have that luck. I mean, hell, if I'm not going to, if I'm going to do something, I'm just going to probably turn my, you know, put my shirt on backwards or something like that. But uh, <laughs> as far as, as far as the, you know, the backwards hat, I don't really do that. Cause I, or, you know, first of all, you got to make sure it's a closed, you know, you have the closed hats, you know, where it doesn't yeah. have, because if you, if you don't, you can't see the hairline. If you have a high forehead like mine, all you see is like a shiny little spot in the middle. So yeah. it's not a well, good look, Matt. I remember Ducey used to have you on quite a bit. And then what happened is you, uh, what Ducey will do, he'll make you sit in those little chairs and he raises his chair up <laughs> for people that don't know. And then I think you were always – he felt like you were a little better looking than he was, and so he finally had to stop having you on there. Uh, and and uh, he, he – if you'll notice, he gets a lot of sports writers on. You know, we're not known for being particularly no, I, great looking. See, you're, you're the exception <laughs> to the norm, though. You, you got both. You, you, you also have a face for TV, not just a face for radio, right? And that's what they oh, always yeah. said. And, and yeah. I always thought this, there's something about the lighting in that studio. It's like, damn, why do I look so much older when I'm sitting next to you, uh, you, you Mike? But, uh, yeah, you know what, well, that's, that's the fun part about it. Deucey, Deucey's <laughs> been everything, known to. Everything. 
Oh, yeah, Ducey <laughs> colors his hair and does all that. Some of his age naturally. But, uh, all right, Tony, well, it was fun catching up with you. Always loved uh, visiting with you back in the day, and great to catch up with you. And best of luck on this OU coaching search. If you hear anything, you know you know who to text. Yeah, I will. Hey, and, and, and best of luck to the, the, the Baylor Bears versus Oklahoma State, uh, you know, the, the Pokes. Uh, yeah. Look, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be cheering for Baylor. So best of luck and hope you guys take care of business, brother. Thanks for having we're, me. We're glad to have you. I, I won't make you say Sikkim Bears, but I, but I feel like you almost did just a second ago. I have ago. no problem saying Sikkim. I'm not nice. going to say Hook'em, but I'll say Sikkim all <laughs> day long. <laughs> there he goes. Tony Casillas joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. All right, time to talk some Baylor. Tony did a great job of it, just setting us up for some Big 12 uh, uh, championship talk. We'll do that. Uh, Kevin Long was stopping by. Boy, just great guest, one after the uh, another. That's next. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Ryan in the gun. Only heard here. Back, stands, whips the ball down the right side, broken up, bobble, 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 intercepted. All season. Anthony Brown. He reached in, he tapped it, he tipped it up, he tapped it back. Thursday night, it's your Cowboys and the New Orleans Saints. Live from the Caesars Superdome. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Don't miss the Cowboys and the Saints Thursday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Black Friday. It gets all the attention, but what about Truck Friday? Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and we say enough is enough. Cologne for Christmas? What, do you want to smell nice when you hit a deer? I'll take a grill guard for 100 bucks off instead. If your wife is thinking about getting you some slippers for Christmas because your feet look cute with bunny ears, you better put the brakes on that and send her to Pickup Outfitters. We got a truckload of specials for Truck Friday. Free installation on all bed covers purchased at Pickup Outfitters. Hard folding bed covers as low as $8.99. $300 off ranch hand front bumpers. $150 off ranch hand rear bumpers. $100 off any ranch hand or frontier grill guard. 
$50 off any toolbox, $100 off RKI Heavy Duty Toolboxes. A complete list of specials is in our showroom. Truck Friday is eight days only from Friday, November 26th through Saturday, December 4th. Pick up Outfitters 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco on the web at createacommotion.com slash truckfriday. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Don't let pain and sports injuries keep you on the sidelines. Talk with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. You'll discover personalized orthopedic care for kids and adults from minimally invasive to advanced surgical options and the support of physical therapy during recovery. Our doctors and care teams listen to understand you and deliver the care that's right for you at every step. Request an appointment at ascension.org slash Providence TX Sports Med. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Bebert Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Ascension Providence, Baylor University Hand Camera School of Business, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley here, rolling along on a Monday, in a busy, busy Monday, uh, and a good time to catch up with our friend Kevin Longquist on the hills of uh, just talking to uh, uh, Tony Casillas about all this stuff going on at uh, at Oklahoma. And uh, Kevin, this is uh, <clears throat> this is wild. You cover. Uh, both the season and then also you do a great job on recruiting. And and you see how this hat works with um, – you're an SMU grad, so you see when SMU suddenly has an opening that uh, they lose some of these uh, top recruits, same thing's happening at OU today. We'll see which way OU goes. I would say of all these things, Kevin, the, the Lincoln-Riley leaving is the stunner of them all. Would you agree? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, I think everyone kind of thought that, uh, you know, and it seemed real hot and heavy. I guess it would depend on what media outlet was reporting that he was destined to go to LSU. And, of course, he comes out after Bedlam and says, I'm telling you right now, I will not be named the next head coach at LSU. And then voila, within 18 hours, he's off to Los Angeles. And 
it just sets off a chain reaction to where kids are left in a lurch. They don't know what to do. They're confused. They're frustrated. They feel like they were betrayed, you know, that sort of thing. And that's where you see not only guys uh, decommit from the class, but then you also see very key players enter the portal. Like, it, like you know, well, Spencer Rattler was pretty much destined to go to the portal anyway, given the way his season was. But then you see other names like a very impactful se- receiver like Theo Weiss, who may, you know, who's in that realm as well. And don't forget, Baylor went through this in 2017, uh, prior 2016, rather, after the whole Art Bryles saga, where the whole class just came apart. And, you know, that was a class, by the way, Matt, that don't forget, it was in the teens by our rankings, and it had all those four stars in there. And then everybody took off. And remember the whole legendary story when Matt Rule took over, there was only one commit there, and that was Jalen Petrie. And, of course, we've all seen how Jalen's career has turned out. But it's kind of interesting how just how it all just sets off this major chain reaction to how coaches are trying to scramble to save their classes. I don't think it's really going to be that hard. It'll be easier to do it at OU with the signing day coming up in a couple of weeks than maybe other locations. And then SMU's got its own issues to deal with, of course. But the, but the good thing for SMU is that they kind of had a plan in place because they already got their head coach in place in Rhett Lashley. Yeah, and um, it'll be interesting. Lashley's been there and at least knows the culture, and I think SMU can get behind him. Um, I, I did find it funny that the OU president today, you know, had the audacity to uh, say to it to basically be quoted saying uh, he admitted we would have liked more notice. The OU president says about the situation with Lincoln Riley. <laughs> can you, I mean. Can, I mean, if ifs and buts were candies and nuts, everyone would have a Merry yeah. Christmas, as Don Merritt yeah. used to say. I mean, it's not like – I mean, that's all just optics, and it kind of sounds a little sour grapes. But this is just the way this industry works. There's a reason why, Matt, it's called silly season, because of stuff like this happening. But the audacity to say that after what Texas and OU did to the other yes. Big 12 schools, I think exactly. they all would have enjoyed some notice. So the lack of self-awareness yeah, think- is pretty funny. <laughs> I think it's, you know, it's kind of ironic how you see both these schools headed to the SEC and that both of them, both of their programs went through a lot of turmoil going into the season. I mean, I think there was some sort of report that came out that said that, I think Dean Blevins had said it, that the week leading up to the Baylor game, that the things were starting to fray inside OU's program. Now, what what specifically those were, who knows? because I don't think Dean really got into much context about that beyond what I saw. But it just kind of shows you this. And then, of course, the, the arguments out there coming from the OU side that Lincoln didn't want anything to do with going to the SEC, and he opposed it, and that's why he's going to, going to the West Coast. I mean, it's all – I mean, this is where you get all this stuff out there flying around, and then you see what's really – see what sticks or not. It's a great coup for USC, though, to get them for sure, because that's a program that's been dormant for years – and they're hoping that they can kind of get back to where they were, you know, especially you know as recently as the Pete Carroll era. Yeah, I mean that's interesting because I mean a lot of ways I guess Stoops and Switzer being around were big shadows, but in a lot of ways the infrastructure was there for Lincoln. He's at a legendary mm-hmm. place. I, I I would imagine his thinking not only was the SEC, but but you go to a place that is a blue blood but has fallen on hard times. And so mm-hmm. if you get that thing to nine or ten wins a year, 
you're like a hero. Whether whether at at Oklahoma, if you win ten or le- or fewer games, it's really a bad season. You know, right. we're here at, and, and and so and plus, I mean, you know, he's getting he he got it handed to him by Dave Aranda, and they're going to go to the SEC. So we may end up looking up and going, man, Lincoln Riley was one smart dude. I just think we're yeah. wired. Having you lived here for a long time now, and I have too, we're wired to think that football only happens in the South or Southwest. And nothing moves beyond nothing moves beyond Norman, Oklahoma. You know, west of Oklahoma, Norman, Oklahoma. it's been so bad out there. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of the way we think sometimes. It is the Matt Mosley Show. Kevin Longquist from Rivals uh, joining us, and you can see a lot of his stuff at at Sikkim Sports, and then. uh, uh, and then you could see some of his uh, uh, his own opinions there at, at Baylor Rivals. Um, Kevin, the, the, the Baylor game the other day, uh, it, it was a uh, – it, it, that was a tough one. That was a tough – I was monitoring that thing closely while I was traveling back. That was uh, that, yeah, that was a hang-on-to-your-hat type game. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. it, those are tough because y- you can say everything you want – but you get in one of those games, and we find out later so many players had were recovering from the flu. Obviously, they had the insider knowledge that maybe Joey had supplied them. Tech stood up and played in that game. But I got to say this. Blake Shapin got it done. I, I, I saw some stuff on Twitter like, well, uh, complaining. Think about that. That kid got thrown into the Kansas State game, and he goes out there and throws for, I don't know, 254 yards uh, in a start against Tech, I got no issue with Blake Shapin. I thought the guy was ready, and, and he and he made winning type plays uh, in in both of these games. So I I think you get a shout out to uh, to Sean Bell, uh, the quarterbacks coach, and and Jeff Grimes, and this kid for being ready. That is no easy thing to be in there as a redshirt freshman. What do you think about the way Blake Shapin's played? I thought he played pretty solid. Now, he got away with a couple of throws, especially on the pick six that was knocked away really from behind by uh, Tyquan Thornton that was originally ruled an interception, then it was called a fumble, and then it was recovered, and then the, the replay showed. Because if, that's, because if that's not overturned, that's Tech's ball, and they're probably going to take it down and score. I, I, but I'm, And Blake got away with a couple – you know, had a couple of other throws that he would like to have back and – you know, even Dave Aranda said it in his press conference after the game when he threw a couple of those balls. He's like, "Oh no!" And but at the same time, the, the you know the opening touchdown pass that he threw to Tristan Ebner, that thing was a seed. Uh, you couldn't have played it. You couldn't have laid it out there any better than he did on that. And then I think the touchdown pass to Ben Sims in the back of the end zone, where he held it just long enough, knew that a blitzer was coming at him, and he lofted it up over the top so that so that Sims could get some separation from the corner was also a really good ball. Now, I, I think from this standpoint, because I expect him to start, I have no reason to think that Gary Bohannon will get any closer, even though he was supposed to go through a practice today, even though it was a walkthrough. But uh, if you're going to prepare Shapin for this, you got a far different animal to deal with with that Oklahoma State defense than what you had with Tech's defense. You know they're going to be they're going to be in your face, and they're going to be and they're very physical up front. And so I think what you're going to have to do is put a game plan together so that Blake doesn't make a lot of costly mistakes and that he's going to make a lot of safe plays. Now, does that mean that the Baylor offense can be successful moving the football? I don't know. I mean, can you look at the first half tape 
with kind of a puppy of a quarterback in Caleb Williams at Bedlam last week with what Oklahoma did and say, can we, what can we parlay off of that to make Blake successful? That's going to be kind of the, the chicken and egg discussion for that offensive coaching staff. Yeah, I think they feel uh, this is a really great opportunity for Baylor. The upside to sure. this thing is they get a chance to learn off probably the game. I know they, they hated what happened at TCU. But the, but the coaching, uh, there was some really rough aspects of that uh, of that Oklahoma State game, and they get a re- they mm-hmm. get a do over basically. I mean, right, it, it, and and that's uh, I mean a pretty unbelievable opportunity. I mean, the truth is, if Baylor beats TCU, this game may be for a playoff spot. Um, for it's sure, not, and that's okay. It's not, and and again, this has been a tremendous season, and and Aranda should be considered for coach of the year. But um, I do think they'll play a lot better. Now, again, who's going to be back? Christian Morgan, yeah. probably not. Uh, Kalen Boogie Barnes, maybe so. He's had the concussion. Yeah. Uh, he's been out two games. I think you've got a great shot of getting him back. I, I don't know exactly what's going on with Tejada. I know you've noticed that. they Sometimes they'll, get, they'll have him out of there. Uh, obviously, he made an enormous play on the strip sack right. and the fumble. Recovery. I'm not totally sure what they're doing with him lately, but um, I, I I do think they'll get some reinforcements back. Uh, so I think they can put their best foot forward versus OSU. I think they can too. I think the one thing is is you know the, uh, it's something that I've talked about before, Matt, is that they just rotate their quarter their corners in there because they feel so comfortable with the depth back there. I and mean, obviously they lost Al Walcott in the uh, at the end of the first half because of the targeting penalty, but he'll be back uh, for the game in its entirety against Oklahoma State, so that's big. Um, I think the one thing is that the defense is just going to have to be a little bit more disciplined because they got caught on a couple of plays, especially with, you know, the one that uh, McLean Maddox had set up the game-tying field goal attempt that, of course, the Tech missed. And then, of course, they got absolutely shanghaied, if you will, on the screen pass uh, to Koontz that went for 75 yards in the touchdown. So those are some things that they've got to clean up. The one thing I will say, and of course, if you look at this whole history of this Baylor roster with these guys that have been through all this up and down from basically 1-11 in 2017 to playing in two Big 12 championship games in 2019 and now this coming Saturday, it kind of shows you how resilient, resilient this group is. And I think this group in general, because it's one thing to get to the Big 12 championship game with maybe one coach twice in three years. But to do this under two different coaches is really extraordinary. I agree. It's it's big. And, uh, and Kevin, always fun getting to catch up with you. Appreciate it. And uh, best of luck on this, uh, the Lashley era, as it begins yep. <laughs> on the hilltop for SMU. <laughs> we'll They'll, be fine. They'll be now, fine. We'll see what happens with that. I, I'll say this in closing, Matt. The impressive thing about what SMU did there is the fact that they were very proactive and getting him in, and basically you might have dueling press conferences tomorrow with SMU TCU <laughs> introducing their coaches. But that's kind of one thing, because that's one thing that SMU's really failed at in the last couple of years is being proactive and finding their head coaches. And this time they seem to really have their plan laid out to get it done. So that's kind of a feather in their cap. All right. Well, Lashley has that youthful look about him, and he looks like a guy who went to SMU and maybe hung out over at the Fiji house. All right. All my Uh, best, Kevin. All right. Sounds good, Matt. Take care. Kevin Longquist is out. And uh, that was a great little group of uh, guests that we had back to back to back. Now, 
you got to deal with Aaron and me, and we're gonna um, we're gonna hit it hard the rest of the show. Mike McCarthy out as Cowboys coach with COVID. Okay, I don't want to scare everybody. He's not fired or excite people. Uh, he's got COVID, and he's out. We'll talk about it next. Dr. Rao Ali has been helping Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali, 469-562-4188. Now time for a Cowboys update. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dallas is shorthanded as a starter on offense, and three coaches are added to the COVID list. Details after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. At AT AT&T, Everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. The Cowboys look to rebound from their Thanksgiving overtime loss to the Raiders when they travel later this week to New Orleans for a Thursday night game at the Saints. But starting right tackle Terrence Steele and both offensive line coaches Joe Philbin and Jeff Blasco, as well as offensive assistant Scott Tolzien, won't be with the team because they're now on the COVID list. Head coach Mike McCarthy concedes this week's preparation is a juggling act. You know, we have some moving parts. One thing that um, we'll be working virtual today and tomorrow. You know, as far as how we're going to play Thursday, we're, we're still working through this COVID situation, and um, it's, it'll be a light practice. Obviously, coming off the overtime game, you know, we have a lot of guys that played a lot of snaps, and uh, so we've got to be smart today and tomorrow. The good news is receiver C.D. Lamb returns after missing last week's game with a concussion. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. If you suffer from chronic pain, whether it's neck or back, arthritis, migraines, or any part of your body, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali is a board-certified pain specialist that offers his services to Central Texans from Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. He can find the best treatment to help you improve daily function and increase your quality of life. Call Dr. Rao Ali for an appointment, 469-562-4188. That number again, 469-562-4188. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. 
and we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Get ready for a pretty warm week here in Central Texas as temperatures are going to be about 10 degrees above normal, at least for the next several days. Mostly clear skies tonight. We drop to 42. Mostly sunny, very warm tomorrow. High of 75 and partly cloudy skies just as mild on Wednesday in 74. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 and Imperial. Come by and see what makes them different. Dallas Cowboys COVID-19 outbreak has reached their head coach, Mike McCarthy. He was placed on the COVID-19 protocols today and will not coach Thursday against New Orleans. Four of the coaches will miss the game because of COVID, and as of now, Terrence Steele is the only player to miss the game. Tonight on Monday Night Football, Seattle at Washington, 7:15 kick on ESPN. Baylor is at number nine in both the AP and coaches poll. Oklahoma State is at five. OU drops to 13. Baylor will meet Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship game this Saturday at AT&T Stadium with an 11 a.m. kickoff. UMHB heads to round three in the NCAA Division III playoffs to face Linfield this Saturday at noon at Crusader Stadium. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. take you all the way to six o'clock this evening and um I, I was a little worried top of my twitter a minute ago had dave aranda that worries me about this time of year but um i uh, it, it just basically uh everybody's just praising him and um it, it's just it, that's all it is nothing uh nothing too crazy dave aranda spoke to the media earlier today his usual monday news conference and uh he, he talked about how he's talked to his team twice about all these rumblings. Uh, and, again, um, it's nice to have your uh, a coach that other people covet until they leave. And um, found out with Matt Rule how that feels. And it just seems like Dave Aranda uh, is not wired like that. Now, we'll see. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I there's almost nothing that shocks me anymore. But um, I think uh, Dave Aranda – Loves being uh, with this uh, team. I think he's got great self-awareness of, of that this is a really good fit for him. And he even said so today. He said he talked to his team twice about the coaching rumors. I think that's always smart for coaches to do. Try to keep your team as informed as possible. Rule did a good job of that, actually, so that when he left, nobody was really mad at him um, and nobody felt abandoned. He had really guided them along the way. Now, a lot of them wanted Joey to be hired, but, of course, uh, Mac Rhodes made a decision to hire Dave Aranda, and it's turned out to be a great hire. And now Joey has another head coaching job uh, or has a head coaching job with Texas Tech. Here's what Aranda said earlier. They know me well enough. Talk about his players and, and Baylor. The quirkiness and everything I've got is a great fit for here. I like what he says, the quirkiness. Now, what's he talking about, quirky? Well, he's just he's a different cat. I mean, not all news conferences are like this. 
I mean, Matt Rule did a good news conference, but he wasn't as illuminating is as um, as Dave Aranda. Now, Dave, I'm not saying he loves doing media, but when he does, he's incredibly open, and uh, and I hope he stays like that. You know, Bill Parcells always stayed like that. He loved using the media uh, to get messages across, whether that was to other teams, whether that was mind games for his players, whatever. But but Aranda is similar. I don't know what his reasons are. I just know he's good at it. But all the Berenstain Bears and the Velveteen Rabbit and all the little things that he does, that's quirky, okay? Lincoln Riley or Tom Herman or whoever else is not talking about the Velveteen Rabbit, okay? When when um, when Neil Brown is uh, talking at West Virginia or Chris Kleiman at Kansas State, that stuff's not coming up. He's an interesting, very intellectual, cerebral type guy. And he knows it, and uh, and he knows he's a little different from most head coaches. So I think uh, I think Baylor's in a good position. And the news it's been reported um, that um, by by several folks. Uh, Sam Kahn, who um, will be on with us, we uh, Sam was going to come on with us today. And honestly, for once, Aaron, I thought, you know what, Sam's not slept in about two or three days. I'm going to give Sam. I'm just going to take Sam off the hook today. So Sam Kahn Jr. from The Athletic, uh, he had a report, and, and others have had the report, that uh, that there's an ongoing um, uh, talks with uh, with Mac Rhodes and Baylor and that uh, they're going to get something hammered out, um, an extension for Dave Aranda. You say, well, I thought he just got here. Well, he did, but um, probably, probably end up uh, the way he's uh, probably get a little bump in his money. Now they're not going to go crazy and it's not like, Oh, let's give, let's give him the same deal that Lincoln got here or just give him the same deal. You know, that all these, guys. I, I think it'll be an, an extremely generous deal. What did TCU give uh, Sonny Dykes? Well, I think it's in the neighborhood, according to um, Drew Davison, who we had on earlier, star telegram about 5 million, maybe a little bit uh, North of that. And uh, so let's call, let's call it five point three, five point four million dollars a year. I would think that is fairly close to what Dave Veranda makes at Baylor. Um, I think Baylor was willing to pay Matt Rule six or seven to stay. Matt Rule ended up getting um, like eight or nine million to be uh, in Carolina. Now Matt Rule's name has is coming up other places to catch you up on some other breaking news. Um, the Athletic is reporting that Brian Kelly at Notre Dame's name is coming up in association with the LSU job. People have wondered, why did you fire Ed Orgeron or basically force him out and and not have a coach ready at the end of the season? Well, and, um, the, the news is that LSU is targeting uh, Brian Kelly. You know, I don't know. Is Brian Kelly want to leave? Notre Dame, I think Brian Kelly's had some interest in the NFL. I think uh, LSU, is LSU a better job than Notre Dame? Well, that's a tough one. I, I mean, playing in the SEC is the ultimate. If you want to go with the big boys and you want to play against Saban every year and do all that, if you're motivated by that, yes. You know, Lincoln Riley decided he didn't want any part of that. People say, well, he can go out there and, Rebuild now, yeah. Is it 
is, is there some ways that USC is easier job than OU? Ah, maybe just because they've been so down, and so anything he does is going to look good out there. So maybe, I mean, both are really, really tough jobs, but you could make that argument. The whole thing about wanting to go out there to where all that talent is is a joke. He was recruiting great talent to Oklahoma. You got all of Texas. You got all of Oklahoma. You got great. You got great recruiting. You can go recruit Louisiana if you want to. Come on, you know, give me a break. Now, what's a better coaching job than Notre Dame and between Notre Dame and LSU? Probably LSU. Uh, it's just it's a big. I mean, both schools care immensely. So I, it really is is what you value. But Notre Dame isn't independent. Brian Kelly's done a great job there. Maybe he wants a new challenge. Maybe he thinks he's taken uh, Notre Dame as far as he can take them. So I, I think uh, I think all of that is in play. Um, in the midst of all of this, and we can talk more about this coming up and maybe even in the dismount today, the Rangers have gone crazy. Uh, yes, I said the Rangers. I I mean, we expect the Rangers to kind of make a couple of interesting signings, nothing that's going to knock us off our feet. Well, let's see here. Let's see what kind of money has been committed to free agents so far. The Rangers topped the list at $561.2 million. What's going on? I don't know. I mean, it has Ray Davis and Bob Simpson, who went to Baylor, by the way, I mean, have they found a bunch of money? I mean, what in the <laughs> world? I, I mean, it's it, this is unbelievable. Star shortstop Corey Seager, uh, Aaron, you've watched him for years. The man, the, the you know, the Seager, his brother, obviously killed the uh, uh, the Rangers for a long time. Kyle Seager. I mean, Corey Seager and the Rangers are in agreement on a ten-year, three hundred and twenty-five million-dollar deal. Sources tell ESPN, and oh, by the way, they also got Marcus Simeon, who's, you know, considered one of the great young players in, in baseball. I mean, Aaron, this becomes the best middle infield in all of baseball. Seeger and Simeon. I mean, that, that's insane. You got second base, you got shortstop, and you load up, and they got a decent pitcher along as well. But those two targets... And, and, of course, Scott Boris is involved in this stuff, as you would expect. But, Aaron, I mean, the Rangers have gone from just like an afterthought to the to the to the going crazy in free agency. Is this shocking you as, it, as much as it is me? Absolutely. I would have, if someone would have wanted to bet me, because I've ta- I talked about it uh, with Tom and Ward a few times, and Ward and I agreed that this was a smokescreen, that they were saying they were going to spend money, but – They've shown in the past that they're not willing to, and, and uh, you know, when it comes down to it, they'll lowball people and say, look, we offered, but we didn't get it. But, no, they, <laughs> they're they spending money. They spent a, over a half a billion dollars, and they're going to go from a 100-loss team to maybe not a contender this year, but a, a significantly better team who you can see a future for, which you definitely did not last year. Yeah, I mean, I got to think Rangers fans and and maybe, I mean, I'm, I, it used to be you go, oh, the 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 Fox money uh, will come in, oh, the Bam, you know, there used to be things that you'd point to, and and I, I mean, like 
did did they did they just do really well this year selling sweets? I mean, good gosh, Ray Davis. I know the guy's the oil and gas. I mean, billionaire type. But I mean, let's not act like the oil and gas. Now, you know, there's Jerry Jones over at Comstock. Jay Allison, also a huge Baylor booster. Those guys have done extremely well through all this craziness and uh, are making billions of dollars. So, and Jim Turner, by the way, our good friend, used to be the um, presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show out there at, uh, at Jim Turner's Chevrolet. Jim Turner's on that Comstock. So you can still make some money in that business. You just got to do it a little differently. You got to get into that whole natural gas world. Aaron, do you want me to talk more about natural gas? And <laughs> I'll get way into that. But anyway, it, this is this is insane. The most money ever guaranteed to free agency uh, in one off season came in 2019-20 with around 2.1 billion dollars. All right, that was the Garrett Cole, Strasburg, Rendon, uh, Arendon. And uh, Wheeler, okay, that was the year uh, the, the, the Rangers were hoping to land some people. They didn't get it done. This winter in uh, spring, if a lockout lasts, we'll, we'll smash that. Think about that, Aaron. you got a lockout on the way. These owners are always crying about, oh, my gosh, we got no money. We got no money. We're going to have to, we're going to get in this lockout, and we're going to have a holdout type situation, and you're going to have a strike. And Aaron... Here we are with the Rangers committing more than a half billion dollars. Excuse me. I mean, that, yeah, is that right? Yeah, that's insane. Five, over $530 million they're going to dole out in about a two-day span here. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron Sexton alongside noted baseball historian as well. We will continue to roll on more on the the guard in the Big 12 and the SEC will take some of your calls even. You want to call, you want to weigh in on Lincoln Riley, maybe Dave Aranda's future, 254-662-1660. It's all next. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's Denver Jack of Baylor Athletics on the Monday, Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics, including Baylor football, closing the regular season with a win over Texas Tech and advancing to the Big 12 championship this Saturday. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. 
Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor football closed the regular season Saturday with a down-to-the-wire 27-24 win over the Texas Tech Red Raiders. For the Bears, they finish at 10-2 on the season. They are 7-2 in Big 12 Conference play, and their win, coupled with Oklahoma State's win over Oklahoma later on Saturday, earns the Bears a spot in the Dr. Pepper Big 12 Championship game this Saturday opposite Oklahoma State in Arlington. That game slated for an 11 a.m. kickoff Saturday morning between the Bears and the Cowboys. Saturday's game was also Senior Day. Baylor saluting an outstanding senior class of 22 that includes the likes of R.J. Sneed, Tyquan Thornton, Isaac Power, Jalen Petrie, Tristan Ebner, and Terrell Bernard. Here is the All-American linebacker Terrell Bernard talking about the emotion of the day. It's been a journey, man. Um, all those guys that you named, you know, we've been through a lot together. Uh, you know, we spend more time together than we do with our families, so it's been it's been fun. Um, it's crazy that you know it's, it's finally coming to an end, but you know it's been it's been a great experience. Uh, every single one of those guys that you named, you know, become become my brothers and you know be lifelong friends, and you know it's an, an experience that I'll, I'll never trade for anything. Terrell Bernard and the Bears, who finished off senior day with a win over Texas Tech on Saturday, now set to face Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship game this Saturday in Arlington. Also from the weekend, Baylor men's basketball closes their run at the Battle for Atlantis with a second championship in the tournament, winning in the final over Michigan State 74-58 the final score. And Baylor women's basketball clinches a championship at the Cancun Challenge they win in their tournament finale over the University of Houston, 75-58, the final score. The Baylor women back in action tomorrow night in the Farrell Center at 7, hosting Moorhead State. And Baylor Volleyball headed into the NCAA tournament, hosting the first two rounds Thursday and Friday. Baylor versus A&M Corpus Christi in the first round Thursday. Northern Colorado and Washington State also headed to Waco for the regional. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Recently on Game Time. You know, obviously Demarcus Lawrence left after the first week. Randy Gregory's been in and out. Brent Urban was placed on injured reserve a few weeks ago. Back in the preseason when the Cowboys visited the Arizona Cardinals, they lost defensive tackle Neville Gallimore, who's, you know, clearly the best defensive tackle. And so he hasn't played at all so far this season. That's their starting four. Demarcus Lawrence, Neville Gallimore, Brent Urban, Randy Gregory. And they have never had all four of them together. Game Time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Don't let pain and sports injuries keep you on the sidelines. Talk with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. You'll discover personalized orthopedic care for kids and adults from minimally invasive to advanced surgical options and the support of physical therapy during recovery. Our doctors and care teams listen to understand you and deliver the care that's right for you at every step. Request an appointment at ascension.org slash Providence TX Sports Med. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group. Highway 6 and Imperial, come by and see what makes them different. 
Dallas Cowboys COVID-19 outbreak has reached their head coach, Mike McCarthy. He was placed on the COVID-19 protocols today and will not coach Thursday against New Orleans. Four of the coaches will miss the game because of COVID, and as of now, Terrence Steele is the only player to miss the game. Tonight on Monday Night Football, Seattle at Washington, 7:15 kick on ESPN. Baylor is at number nine in both the AP and coaches poll. Oklahoma State is at five. OU drops to 13. Baylor will meet Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship game this Saturday at AT&T Stadium with an 11 a.m. kickoff. UMHB heads to round three in the NCAA Division III playoffs to face Linfield this Saturday at noon at Crusader Stadium. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Jumping right into all of this. Uh, again, the Rangers have gone crazy today. So much going on. Uh, Baylor headed to the Big 12 title game. We'll be out there. ESPN Central Texas, Baylor flagship broadcasting starting, um, well, I think we'll be doing that about 7 a.m. And um, that's kind of the plan. And we'll uh, see how it all goes. And then, of course, uh, all that you can hear the game right here. Aaron will be back at the mothership, and uh, Baylor uh, uh, versus Oklahoma State. And um, I was uh, watching, uh, I was traveling, but I got to see a lot of the Bedlam game, and uh, that was a crazy affair. And you had muff punts. You had a, uh, I mean, it, it, it was like 21-21. Man, that first half was nuts. I mean, that was absolutely insane. You had, you're, you're, it's like tied 14-14. And then all of a sudden, um, o- OSU comes with a – was it Presley that had that one? Comes with the uh, the 100-yard kickoff return, and they go puts them up 21-14. OU comes back. They tie it. I mean, that thing was a nip and tuck all the way. I'll never understand why Lincoln Riley, maybe he already had his thoughts on, on uh, USC, why he didn't um, – Run the ball more. They had success, actually, against what has been a great defense all season, running the ball. They were ripping off some great runs, and they kind of kept throwing the ball. And then late in the game, Caleb Williams got in trouble. Now, they had one last chance, and Caleb went on one of those 50-yard just romps. And late, um, Oklahoma State did the smart thing, which was in the second half, they – they, they stopped trying to blitz, and they said, hey, why don't we do what worked for Baylor and some of these other schools? Why don't we rush three, maybe four, drop everybody back, and kind of try to keep Caleb Williams in the pocket? The guy is magical if, he gets him on, if you get him on the run. Now, if you get everybody back in coverage and make him look around for a while and then heat him up a little bit, you're okay. And he showed that against Baylor that he could struggle with that. And, again, he's a true freshman. I mean, he's early in the process. And Jim Knowles, at uh, defense coordinator at uh, OSU. In fact, today, this is kind of cool, the the finalist for the Broyles Award, the top assistant in the country, came out. And sure enough, Jim Broyles from Oklahoma State and then Jeff Grimes from Baylor, uh, the offense coordinator from Baylor, both were mentioned 
those were two of the four names who ended up on that uh, on that uh, best assistant coach in the land. That's the uh, they named that thing after, uh, I guess Frank Broyles. But anyway, the Broyles uh, assistant coach of the year uh, has uh, they they've had the finalists. So that's really cool that those people were mentioned. But this is going to be a game for the ages, the Big Twelve championship game. And Aaron. I mean, how could it not be at 11 a.m., right? Now, we've known this was at 11 a.m. <laughs> for a long time. But uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, Texas played a ton of games at 11 this year. How many, Aaron, just try to spitball it. How many 11 a.m. games will this make it for Baylor? I you think, think six. I think six. You think six of Baylor's games will have been at 11 a.m.? Five or six, yeah. Okay. So in the five or six range, and, uh, and again – you're in the Big 12 title game, so you'd play it at 6 a.m. Uh, if you needed to. Honestly, that'd be better for me because I could just stay up and be ready to go at 2 a.m. But uh, this will be this is going to be so much fun. It's going to be a great crowd of Baylor Bears out there, people already trying to get tickets, trying to jam into there. I would expect uh, Baylor has such a great fan base. Obviously, OSU has a tremendous fan base. Both have great fan bases in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, and then, of course, it's not too hard at all to get in from Waco, about an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes to get in to Arlington. And so I would think you'll see 30,000 Baylor fans, 30 to 35, you know, about 30,000 OSU fans. And then you get enough, a few, you know, people wander in there and you might get 75, 80,000 people in there to watch the Big 12 championship game. Now they have a lot of corporate types. Get the corporate types in there, and then we're all going to sit there and have a good time. Um, I've got some uh, funny stuff from Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley now talking to folks, reporters uh, out there at USC. That'll all happen in the dismount. That's next. The Baylor Coaches Show. Now, 7 to 8 p.m. Wednesdays, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco. We'll take this Wednesday off for Thanksgiving, then be back Wednesday, December 1st, and our special guest will be Athletic Director Mac Rhodes. Join us December 1st, live from Rudy's. Join us this Wednesday for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's. Now, beginning at 7 p.m., here on ESPN Central Texas. The staff at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac loves giving back to the Central Texas community. And once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign. And they're asking for you to participate. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 10th, listeners to this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. The Marines will then distribute the toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you add your name to Richard Carr's inbound new vehicle purchase list or purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership, Richard Carr will purchase $100 of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco. 
Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. This is the Spectrum. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show. It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas. And uh, rolling along here on what has been an eventful Monday. I mean, we got Mike McCarthy has COVID. He's out for the game Thursday. Cowboys don't have a head coach. CeeDee Lamb said he's coming back. Amari was out there today but was not at practice. We shall see. And it looks like uh, New Orleans is about to make Taysom Hill their uh, starting quarterback. Simeon would be the backup. Looks like uh, Taysom Hill will uh, get first-team snaps and will start at quarterback against the Cowboys. New Orleans desperately needing a win. Things have gone extremely, uh, have gone poorly for them. Things have gone poorly for the Cowboys. Two teams desperate for a win will meet in New Orleans on Thursday. And guess who will be in New Orleans like a month later? Or a little bit more, what is it, January? January 1st, it looks like the Baylor Bears will be returning to the Sugar Bowl once again, win or lose on Saturday. Now, if they win, my gosh, they could get all the way up to like fifth or sixth in the college football playoff. I mean, they could really ramp it up. But I don't think with two losses, they're going to get one of the playoff spots. Oklahoma State, on the other hand, because of the virtue, by virtue of their only one loss, and it happened early enough, they could get their way into the playoff. It's going to be an all-out fight, of course, between <clears throat> those schools. Uh, it'll be um, Cincinnati, but there'll be a lot of people arguing on behalf of Oklahoma State to get in there. <clears throat> Aaron, you like it when I clear my throat. You think that's a good? You think our people like that? That's quality. Sorry. That's quality broadcasting. I think that's good. I, Aaron, let's see. Hold on. I'm going to try my uh, my mic thing where I. I'm going to clear my throat. Okay, I'm back. That's pretty good. Um, Aaron, uh, here's the other thing today. Now, what did I promise you? Oh, some funny Lincoln-Riley stuff. Riley is telling you uh, he's, he's doing his opening news conference at USC. Said his interest, uh, USC's interest late Saturday night, early Sunday a.m. He got a couple hours sleep. Then he hopped on a Zoom call. 
with USC that morning. It came together quickly. This is what his quote is. It came together quickly, but in this day and age of college football, it kind of has to. All right, Aaron, you buying that one? You buying that from uh, Lincoln that he just kind of, boy, late that night, USC reached out. Honey, you want to pack up the family and move out to (laughs) Los Angeles? How's that sound? Yeah, Lincoln, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. All right, USC, we'll take the job. We'll, We'll head on over. I mean, the fact that they, uh, do they just think we're all idiots? Maybe so. Maybe so. But these people can just sit up there and lie through their teeth. It's amazing. But there's Lincoln. You know how he talks. Kind of got that mule shoe. He's from Mule Shoe, Texas. It came together quickly, but in this day and age of college football, it kind of has to. All right, Lincoln, we're buying it, man. We're all buying it. Great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah, you had no clue. But, um, again, it's that's not as funny as the Oklahoma president today. Um, kind of letting everybody know. Wish we had had a little more notice. Wish wish Lincoln had given us a little more notice. Hey, Prez, you know, the rest of the Big 12 would have loved some more notice on y'all deciding to, to head out to the SEC. Would have loved to it. Meanwhile, every school was desperately trying to look around to see if we had a place to end up or we were going to end up in the Southland. Nothing against the Southland. I like the Southland. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> um, but, again, nobody knew what we were going to do. I mean, fortunately, they were able to land on their feet. And now what's funny about all this, Aaron, look at where, look where all the schools are. BYU, Cincinnati, Houston. I mean, they're all ranked. Everybody's playing for conference titles. BYU's uh, one of the best independents out there. It is really fascinating how all this has worked out. Oh, the irony is sweet. All right, everybody. It's been a good one. It's been a really good show. We'll tee it up. We'll do it again tomorrow. Good night to Aaron Sexton. Good night to our loyal audience. See you tomorrow. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. A daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up for the final time this season, we've got the Big 12 Players of the Week. This week, recognizing players from Iowa State and Oklahoma State. That's straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to 